it would seem that after listening to this gospel of the rich young man, we could leave Mass this morning with this basic question on our minds. Why does Jesus seem to hate the rich and the wealthy? It seems that when we hear a gospel like this, we can easily conclude that Jesus has it out for those who are rich and for those who are wealthy. In fact, in this gospel this morning, Jesus says how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And again, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, in all the various warnings that Jesus gives his disciples in the Gospels, one of the prime and repeating warnings he gives them is the danger of wealth. So does Jesus hate the rich? Does Jesus hate the wealthy? What's he getting at here? As I mentioned, today's gospel is known as the story of the rich young man. In this account we've heard countless times, this rich young man runs up to Jesus, in homage, bows down to him, kneels at his feet, and says, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And before we dismiss this rich young man as just a snotty brat, I think it's important for us to first acknowledge that thanks be to God, this rich young man was willing to ask Jesus what I call a big life question. He was willing to ask Jesus, is there more to life than this? He's willing to ask Jesus, what is the meaning of life? He's willing to ask Jesus, how do I get to heaven? And this rich young man, we of course know, is a morally upright individual. From his very youth, we're told that he has kept the commandments. But he wants to know, is there more to life than this? How many of us ask the same question? Is there more to life than this? And what does Jesus say? Go, sell what you have, give to the poor, and come follow me. And we're then told that the young man's face falls with sadness and he leaves away, he leaves him because he has many possessions. Okay. Why does he go away sad? Because Jesus is calling him to conversion. Where? Regarding where his treasure is we can easily assume that this man's great treasure was in his wealth and in his riches and in his possessions. And we're told he goes away sad. Why? Because in his heart he knows that riches and wealth and material possessions cannot satisfy the human heart. 
The reason he's asking this big life question is because he's, these possessions he has have not been able to fulfill him. Now, where does that leave us? Everyone, I think it's important for us to recognize, or at least all of them are willing to say it, maybe you are too, that we live in one of the wealthiest countries at the wealthiest times in human history. Do you ever think about that? Think of all of human history. Has there been a wealthier period in a wealthier country than ours? And I'm willing to admit, I don't know about you, but in my own life, my life is exceedingly comfortable. Even with a meager priest's salary, I have everything I need and I get everything I want. From my childhood till now, there is nothing I need. I live an exceedingly comfortable life. And for me, the comforts of this world, as good as they are, sometimes lead me to becoming complacent. They sometimes lead me to the self-reliance. They sometimes lead me to this pick myself by my bootstraps type of approach to life, that I don't need anything other than the comforts of life. Now what's wrong with that? It completely smacks against what Jesus calls us to do in the gospel, to live an entirely dependent life on him. The danger of riches is not found in themselves. The danger of riches, there's nothing wrong inherently with having wealth. There's nothing wrong with having things. There's nothing wrong with having possessions. But if you're like me, the challenge is I become too dependent on them. I become attached to them. And the call of the gospel is that every single disciple lives in utter dependence on one thing, on God. We're told in the letter of the Hebrews this morning that the word of God is living and effective. The word of God is meant to challenge us. If the word of God does not challenge us, then it's not doing its job. Today's gospel is a challenging gospel for us Americans. But let me get it, make it clear. It's a gospel that invites us to examine where do I find dependency? Where am I overly attached? And it doesn't have to be to a material thing. It can be a, to a gift we have, a skill set we have, a talent we have. Where do we find our dependency? May we, as disciples of Jesus, find our complete and total dependency and attachment to Christ the Lord.